the wake of memory. John was an incredible lover. He was demanding but rewarding, and if there were times when he was a little rough, she liked that too. It was a change from the civilized veneer he showed the world. She took pride in sparking that roughness. It was a sign of power, proof that she did things for John that no other woman could. On Sunday afternoon, he had headed back to Boston, Facet's home base. She hadn't heard from him since, but that was his style. She had adapted to it over the years by making the best out of a situation she couldn't change. John did what he wanted. He answered to no one. Engaged? It wasn't possible. Or was it? She paced with growing agitation. She wouldn't have thought twice if she had read of his engagement in the National Enquirer. Lord knew the tabloid had announced the same before. But that had always been wild speculation, pairing him with women he hardly knew or could barely abide. The interview on 2020 was different. The show had credibility. So did Janet Curry. She was a mature, elegant woman, a fixture in Boston society. In her mid-forties, newly widowed and financially set. Hillary knew that John had dated her. He had told her so but he hadn't mentioned an engagement, not when she'd seen him at the time of the show's filming a month before, nor during last weekend. As the meaning of that sank in, so did the hurt. If the engagement was for real, John had been making love to her well after he'd committed himself to Janet, which cheapened both their lovemaking and Hillary herself. Moreover, if he got married, there would be a steady woman by his side and in his bed a steady, legitimate woman. And it wouldn't be Hillary. Fighting off a wave of panic, she crossed to the nightstand, picked up the phone, and hastily punched out Pam's number. Pam would know the truth. After all, she was John's sister. Surely he'd have shared such news with her. Then again, he might not have. Hillary pressed the disconnect button. Although Pam was deeply involved in the family business, she and John weren't close. It was no wonder. John was a bastard. And who better to confirm his plans than the bastard himself? Punching out the number of John's Beacon Hill townhouse, she waited through four long rings, growing more anxious with each. St. George residence. There was noise in the background. Christian, this is Hillary Cox. She spoke firmly with as much authority as she could muster, given the probability that if she was a has-been in John's life, his houseboy would know it. Is John there? During the few seconds it took him to answer, she identified the background noise. There were people there. Their voices blended into a single cacophonous drone. He's here, Miss Cox, but he's occupied at the moment. She heard a peal of laughter. May I tell him you called? She had the disconcerting suspicion that there was a party going on. Now, she insisted, tell him I'm on the phone and that I'd like to talk with him now. Perhaps it would be better. Please, Christian, this is urgent. Some of her desperation must have reached him. After a brief pause, then a short directive, Christian put her on hold. The sudden silence was worse for the voices she'd heard before. They haunted her, making her feel shut out, and while she'd felt excluded from John's life many times in the past, this time was harder. It was one thing to be excluded when everyone else was, 
another thing to be shut out when others so clearly were not. Hillary. His voice came as low and composed as ever. The background chatter was gone. She pictured him in the library, surrounded by walls of books he had never read, his long, lean fingers propped on the gleaming mahogany desk. He would have shut the door to ensure his privacy, a need that suddenly smacked of guilt. What's going on, John? He seemed oblivious to the strained tone of her voice. How are you? John. Did you see the show? He spoke slowly, deliberately. Of course. That's what... What did you think? I don't know. That's why... It wasn't bad. His tone smoothly countered the understatement. Those shows can be poison. As charming as the interviewer may seem in person, once the filming is done and the editing begins.